Hi everyone and welcome to Lifted Woman, your resource for biblical encouragement and reflections on daily life. I'm the creator, Dana. I'm a follower of Christ, just trying to share the good news in every way I know how. Thank you so much for joining me today. As you know, Lifted Woman is a blog and it's aimed at uplifting people with the word of God. Well, recently, I've decided to provide audio transcripts for many of the blog posts. This way, you can listen while you're in the shower, while you're um, driving to work, getting ready for work, cooking, cleaning. Um, It'll just be a way for you to still get the information, but just in a different medium. So I hope that you'll sit back and enjoy and let me know what you think. Door number three, Choosing God in a World of Choices, was actually my very first blog post that I published. So it was published back originally February 11, 2018, and it basically was an idea, um, it was a blog post that stemmed from an idea I had where I said, you know, before I was saved, um, I knew exactly how things operated and, you know, it was either I see it or I don't see it. It was either present or not present. And there was a sense of comfort and familiarity a lot of times with things that are in the earth and that's earthly. But, you know, God calls us to have a mindset that is different and that's higher And we're called to walk by faith a lot of times. And in doing so, we are actually as humans choosing the unknown um, for the known. So we're trading things that are familiar to us. We're trading things that we know and that we can see with our own eyes. We can feel, we can smell, we can taste um, for things that we don't yet know of. But we're trusting God for them. You know, when I was a little girl, I would go over my grandmother's house. Um, She would keep me and in the kitchen, there would be this small TV and we'd be looking at game shows. She loved looking at game shows. She still does to this day. You know, I don't really remember the names of them. I remember one of them was The Price is Right, but I don't remember the other ones. But there will always be these doors, so or these curtains, you know, where the beautiful woman would be standing beside it and she'd make these big reveals and we'd see what's behind door number one. And then the host would say, what's behind door number two? And then we'd see that and um, they would have the contestant would have the choice whether or not to accept what was behind door number one and door number two, which would be things that they had seen that had been revealed to them or would they risk it all for whatever was behind door number three? I would say that this is very comparable to what we as Christians um, face every day. I mean, we're essentially choosing what we know for what we don't know, but we're trusting God. We're trusting God and we're saying, you know, whatever you have for me behind door number three is so much bigger, so much better, so much greater than anything that door number one and door number two has that I choose you. I would say that Hebrews 11 and 1, um, the that verse just really speaks to me. It says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. 
I mean, come on, you guys. This definition does not get more clear. So you don't do something um, by faith only because you see it. You do something by faith because you hope for it and you trust that the creator will provide. He will provide. His provision will be perfect for it. And we he will be um, reliable and dependable. Right? If we keep reading Hebrews 11, we see there are so many people in the Bible that acted on faith. Faith alone. That was all they needed. Um, a lot of the verses in Hebrews 11 start with the phrase by faith. So it says by faith, Abel did this. By faith, Enoch did this. By faith, Noah did this. By faith, Abraham did this. I mean, I don't know about you, but I would love to be considered in that number. <laughs> That's a pretty cool crowd to be associated with. I would love for God to reflect and, and think and say, you know, by faith, Dana did this. Or by faith, I don't know, Sharon did this. Or by faith, um, Calandra did this. Any of my friends, I would love that. I would love to be in that number. Um, that's a great number to be in because by faith, we're showing hope and we're showing trust. We're exhibiting those things. Hebrews 11 and 13 says, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. That is so powerful to me. That is a reminder that we are on earth, but we are strangers to it. Our home, our eternal home is in heaven. We are literally, you guys, just passing through earth. We're just passing through. We're just visiting. You know, it's just a pit stop. But our eternal home is in heaven. So if we're just visiting, things that are in this earth should be strange to us. We should never start feeling too comfortable or have things too commonplace or have things be so familiar to us. When that starts happening, we are losing our disconnect from our home. That's what that means. Because we're not supposed to feel that way. So we're supposed to yearn for things that are in the distance. We're supposed to admire things that are in our distance because heaven is the goal, right? Not here. This isn't our destination, our final destination. Heaven is. So that's just a reminder for me. I don't know about you, but every day that when things start, start getting too commonplace down here, or too familiar, up. Oh, my sights are supposed to be on things that are eternal, things that I cannot see. So why am I focusing so much on things that I can see right now? 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 specifically states that no eyes have seen nor ears have heard all the treasures that God has waiting for us in heaven. He has treasures, you guys treasures okay and they are worth far more than any of the earthly treasures that we can actually see every day by way of social media or movies or um all the commonplace things that we come in contact with i mean they're far greater 
I think Matthew 619 does an amazing job of just describing these heavenly treasures in so much greater detail. It says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So these treasures, y'all, they can't be taken away from us by thieves. They don't fade away. They don't expire. They don't get too old. <laughs> I mean, these are some great things that we have to look forward to in heaven. I think oftentimes we look for earthly treasures and we think that they will make us happy or that they will complete us in some kind of way. If only I could have a bigger house or a better car or more money or more this or more that. Then, you know, that's what we like to say. If I had this, then. But then what? Um, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people would agree, that when we get those things, we just want bigger and better and then more expensive, right? And then we're working to make even more money so that we can achieve and get those things. Um, the reason that this cycle is never ending is because earthly treasures never complete us. They never fulfill us. They were never intended to. Again, this earth is only our temporary home. So we will not gain full fulfillment by these earthly things, okay? So yeah, that was pretty much the concept and the idea behind this blog post entitled Door Number Three. I hope that you enjoy the content. If you did, please feel free to like and comment and share with others the blog post. You can find me at www.liftedwoman.blog. As always, stay lifted. Thank you.